Israel ramping up its bombardment of Gaza and tonight acknowledging it was behind a deadly blast outside the Al-Shifa hospital in Gaza City. Now, I want to warn you, the images we're going to show you, they are graphic as they've been coming in. According to multiple videos that CNN has geolocated, you can see through here bloodied bodies just strewn across the ground near an ambulance. A spokesman for the Hamas-run health ministry claims authorities had organized a medical convoy from the hospital to the Rafah crossing. That spokesperson says that the ambulances, as the, when the ambulances started to move south, they were hit. And a director of the hospital tells Al Jazeera this, medical teams and paramedics lost their lives. Regrettably, some of the wounded lost their lives. Tonight, the International Committee of the Red Cross confirms it was aware of a convoy that would be carrying patients from northern Gaza to the south. But according to the Israeli military, it struck an ambulance that was being used by Hamas. Here's the quote from the IDF. An IDF aircraft struck an ambulance that was identified by forces as being used by a Hamas terrorist cell in close proximity to their position in the battle zone. A number of Hamas terrorist operatives were killed in the strike. However, it also appears civilians were also killed and injured. And that is why today, Secretary of State Tony Blinken, on his third trip to Israel since the October 7th Hamas terror attack, pressed Israel's leaders to do more to protect civilians in Gaza and allow more humanitarian aid to enter the 25-mile-long strip. That public request was rebuffed by Israel's prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, saying Israel objects to any temporary ceasefire unless Hamas frees all 241 hostages. So that means more strikes in Gaza. And tonight we have another dispatch from an aid worker, Mahmoud Jalabi. He's been sending updates to Outfront from northern Gaza, the focus on the Israeli offensive. Tonight, Shalabi describes what he witnessed after a blast near his home. Men, fathers carrying their daughters and their children and, and crying like babies. And I saw one child, one child, Who's, who's about 12 years old, who was saying, I did nothing. I did nothing. Civilians saying the very same thing on both sides of the Israel-Hamas war now. Jeremy Diamond is out front live along the Israel-Gaza border for us. Melissa Bell is in Cairo, Egypt. I want to start with Jeremy. Jeremy, what more are you hearing about this strike on, the, in an, ambulance, on an ambulance in Gaza City? Okay, first of all, I mean, you saw those images, scenes of absolute devastation outside Al-Shifa Hospital, where this convoy of ambulances was apparently heading south. Uh, Palestinian uh, health authorities say that this convoy of ambulances was carrying wounded individuals who were heading to the Rafah crossing uh, with Egypt in order to get those uh, wounded individuals evacuated. As we have seen over the last several days, some wounded have been allowed to leave into Egypt. But Israel paints a very different picture here, Kate. They say that uh, these ambulances uh, were being used by Hamas operatives and that it targeted those ambulances for that reason, uh, saying that it killed several Hamas militants in this strike. Israel also points out that it believes that Hamas has used ambulances in the past to transport not only Hamas militants, but also some of its weaponry. Uh, CNN cannot, of course, independently verify those claims, and Israel so far has not provided any evidence for that. But what we do know, Kate, is the toll of casualties here. According to the Hamas-run Palestinian Ministry of Health, 
15 people were killed in this strike. 50 others were wounded. Uh, the Palestinian Ministry of Health, again, says that injured people were being carried in these ambulances. It also says that it requested uh, the International Red Cross to accompany the convoy. The Red Cross confirming that it received that request, but says that it did not take part in this convoy. Uh, nonetheless, this is raising more questions about Israel's tactics in this war following the strikes earlier this week in the densely populated Jabalia refugee camp. Meanwhile, Kate, Hamas is continuing to target Israeli towns and cities, targeting population centers, civilian targets uh, in, in Israel. Uh, earlier today, Kate, our team was very close to one of those strikes. A rocket came in about 100 meters away from where a number of journalists, including my team, uh, was positioned uh, in Sterot. And I want to show you this video, Kate, shot by my photojournalist, Matthias Sum. You can hear the power of that rocket coming in. Listen. And Kate, following uh, that strike, uh, we were actually able to see the crater where that rocket made impact. It damaged several vehicles. It actually landed, at least one of those two rockets landed in the courtyard of a kindergarten. Uh, there were no children, of course, there at the time. School is ha has been closed in Sterot for the time being. Uh, but obviously, as you know, Kate, the Iron Dome missile defense system takes out the overwhelming majority of these rockets, but it does not take them all out. Kate. Jeremy, thank you so much, Jeremy Diamond in Israel for us. Out front with me now, Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Conricus. He's the international spokesman for the IDF. Thank you so much for coming on. What more can you tell us about the strikes on the ambulance? Why did you strike so near a hospital? Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, there's fighting ongoing. We are at war against Hamas in northern Gaza and all over Gaza, but focusing on the northern Gaza Strip. Our forces saw terrorists using ambulances as a vehicle to move around. They perceived a threat, and accordingly, uh, we struck that ambulance. I must say that this is not the first and not the hundredth time that Hamas operatives, including senior leaders, make use, illegal use of ambulances on the battlefield. They use them as their taxis in order to get from one place to another, specifically seniors, and it is not the first time they did it in 2014. They're doing it again. And we are well within our legal rights, according to the laws of armed conflict, once they use it and we perceive it as a threat to attack it. Who, in that strike, who can you, who was taken out? I mean, were they high level um, operatives within Hamas? Do you have the names of who was taken out or who was being targeted? No, this wasn't a, a targeted killing of someone. This was during combat. Our troops saw that they were using the ambulance and trying to uh, either escape or attack using that. And that is why they were struck. Hopefully we'll be able to provide intelligence and more footage and information about it. But we have other uh, information which we're also able to show and have shared with uh, CNN and others of uh, how uh, ambulances have been seen and we have caught it on camera Ambulances have been seen in Hamas locations, Hamas camps, where they are next to the locations of uh, the headquarters, and they are used not to transport wounded, but in order to get senior and uh, other commanders from one place to another without the risk of being followed or attacked by the IDF. 
The numbers from the Hamas-run Ministry of Health coming out um, are 15 killed, and I think it was 50 wounded. Um, there's no distinction in those numbers of uh, who was civilian and who was, uh, you know, connected with Hamas. Do you know? A combatant or a terrorist, yes. It's, it's okay to say those words. Do you know? Uh, I know. I see a lot of pictures of young men. Uh, I don't see weapons. Maybe they were conveniently uh, hidden before TV crews came there to, uh, for this whole orchestrated event. But uh, bottom line, we know that there were Hamas operatives there. I don't have the finite number, but I am certain that there were Hamas activist terrorists there who were trying to use an ambulance in order to facilitate their movement while fighting was ongoing. You know, Colonel, um, today, earlier today, I spoke with an American politician who supports Israel, supports Israel's right to defend itself. He's also on the Armed Services Committee. And he says that the bombing of innocent civilians needs to stop. And the way he said it is today. And here's what he said to me. He said, I don't think if you're using hundreds of civilians as a human shield, meaning Hamas, and you have one terrorist, that that justifies a bombing. Why not go about this in a more surgical way? Yeah, I don't think that that is ever, ever the case, one for a hundred. Uh, that doesn't uh, seem logical for me at all, and that doesn't at all compute with the calculations that I am aware of that the IDF does. It, it would have to be Yihya Sinwar and Mohammed Def together. Uh, to warrant that kind of uh, collateral damage. That is not the case. The sad reality is that we have asked civilians to evacuate, including in the pictures that you're showing from uh, different uh, areas in Gaza. We have asked them to evacuate because we know that Hamas is trying to use them as their human shields. We know that it will be dangerous. And we have told them this isn't a safe place to be. Go south. Those that have stayed have done it at their own agency, which is regrettable. I'm sure that some have been forced to stay by Hamas, which is appalling and a war crime. Preventing civilians to flee to safety by Hamas is an active war crime, which they should be criticized and called out for doing. And I don't think that the focus should be on what Israel is doing in order to defend ourselves.